podcast for anyone today that's what we're that's what we're going with before we begin i'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country in which we play our football and are recording this podcast tonight that is the lands of the Wurundjeri people sovereignty was never ceded always was always will be aboriginal land so on this podcast today i am your host taryn Dutchy is showing a lamentable lack of ticker and is not on this podcast today. She is, in fact, enjoying a holiday. So, hello, Dutchy. I hope you are well. Um, so, we have two special guests today. Now, the first one, we have Claire CC Corn Chip. Yeah. Hello. Tell us about yourself, Claire. Who are you? What do you do? Um, so I am Claire, CC or Corn Chip. Um, it turns out there's a lot of Claire's who play soccer. I think every, every Claire I've known has played soccer. So I've had to come up with some nicknames. My last name is Qdars. So to avoid any potential, you know, sexual harassment, um, suspicions on the field we can go with my initials cc and because they are a form of corn chips corn chip so that's pretty good <laughs> and i grew up in uh rural victoria near aubrey wodonga uh played club there and it's a bit different to melbourne where we just have the one club and they'll play another club each day the same eight clubs every year uh, so it's very community, much more community focused than what I've experienced because everyone's there, everyone's there the full day and they, there's a big thing around the men playing and everyone stayed around to watch that. But it's made me very community minded as well. I always volunteered in the, the canteen as long as my parents and my brother always did the lines and the refing because as always my brother was the first game and I was the last game so we were there the whole day for my last year at least so uh, then I had a bit of a break um, I played a little bit with my dad's my dad had a club for Yak and Nanda FC um, but they were for younger kids so I did a lot of volunteering for that as well um and a bit of coaching which was great under sevens but you know after a kid spat in my face and the very bipolar (laughs) I'm like maybe coaching's not for me um so yeah I joined Jetties in 2019 um and I'm playing in the the state three squad this year um thank you to Gertie and Nia for allowing me to play in midfield for the first time been really enjoying it uh usually I'm defensive uh but it's been nice not to have that stress of the back line and kind of start thinking about how we can attack rather than you know get the ball get the ball out and all that so yeah it's pretty much me fantastic that was a that was a brilliant synopsis everyone else who comes on this (laughs) podcast take note yeah, Gertie was so bad. <laughs> now you did uh, when you when you came to the club, CC, uh, twenty nineteen. Yep. You know, you met all of us. Well, you didn't meet me in twenty nineteen. You met other people in twenty nineteen. <laughs> um, you you met one person in particular in twenty nineteen. I think this is I think this is very lovely. Oh, yeah, Ger- Gertie, who's been on the pod before. Um, we we were both new to the club uh in 2019 so and and we both used to park in there's like this back car park everyone parks at this this nice and new one but Gertie and I always used to park in this like dingy old like unlit park and then 
we always used to have good chats after the game and, you know, complained about stuff and chatted and then, you know, things blossomed and <laughs> got together, which is cute. It's been about three years now and it's been really fun playing soccer with her. She's very encouraging and passionate about the game. As Bob Catter would say, we can let a thousand blossoms bloom, but we ain't <laughs> spending any time with it because in the meantime... <laughs> Lance is also here. Lance, hello. You are our other guest. How are you doing? Good, Taryn. Thanks for having me. <laughs> tell, tell us about yourself. Now, you get a lot of mentions on this podcast because you are phenomenal as a footballer. How did you come to be? How did that occur? Um, so I started when I was eight and I wanted to play because my big brother played. Um, so I joined the yes, like what three or four boys team at primary school. Um, that's where I scored my goal from kickoff, which I've talked about at <laughs> training, I'm sure. Um, I peaked, peaked then. <laughs> um, and then I've started playing club at 13 and kept playing, yeah, throughout high school. Um, I'm a defender usually, but yeah, played defense at club and striker for my high school team. And neither of my coaches understood the other with those decisions. Um, but yeah, I've blackmailed my way up front this semester. Uh, what is it? Year, season. Um, so I had a little run in goals the other week, and that was on the condition that I could have a little run up front <laughs> for the other half. Um, yeah, so I played for Richmond when I moved to Melbourne, uh, what, a decade ago now, which is nuts, um, just to make some pe- friends with people that were outside of like the work social circle. Um, sorry, that's where I met Paul and Gertie. We had a good run there for a couple of years and then politics happened and club ownership or funding changed and yeah things kind of hit the fan um so I took a few years off um and did CrossFit um and then yeah came back 20 what 2021 last year to the Jets because of Gertie Um, yeah didn't you two randomly like see each other because you live kind of close or something uh, I can't remember if we bumped into each other or if I like, I don't know, it was just, we were just like, hey, you exist still. I'm like, let's catch up because it's been years. Um, but yeah, I was living in Thornbury at the time, so we might well have bumped into each other. Um, yeah, so that's how I came to be at the Jetties. And I sort of joined at a weird time because I think that was when Fitzroy came over. And so I thought everyone knew each other, but there was like two sort of groups sort of mingling at that time. And I think everyone thought I was with the other party because no one knew me. <laughs> yes. This, yes. Um, that is, that's exactly what happened. Because, Which is um, great for me because I'm so <laughs> introverted and reserved and love making friends. I remember finding this out at, um, at our end of season trip last year. Um, so, you know, we were just talking. I was like, oh, you know, I'm really chatted that much. You know, how, how long have you been at the club? You were like, this is my first year. I was like, hang on. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh that is that's not what I was expecting to hear and then to hear that um I guess all of the sort of original the the OGs thought that you you came from Fitzroy is very funny to me all right well there were two games of football on the weekend which is funny because there are two teams and there are two guests on the podcast so let's go in chronological order for this one we'll start with the state threes and cc will take us through that one bit of a yeah, heavy loss yeah. in the end but also pretty pretty valiant in the circumstances as well yeah not as heavy as it could have been because it was a better score than what we had when we first versed them which is a win in a way so that was good but yeah it was a beautiful day very sunny not well, yeah, not great for soccer sometimes because the sun hits you in ways you don't want and you get really hot and it kind of feels like you get puffed like really, really early on. And we had a bit of confusion early on in the game. Uh, I think a few people thought the game was at three o'clock. So uh 
there was a few last minute changes to the formation, which kind of rocked us a bit pretty early. We came on with 10 players when we were expecting 11 with a sub. And so Clifton Hill really monopolized on that, scored two goals pretty early, um, really attacking us from the get go. So it was already hot. We were already getting a bit frustrated and a bit, yeah, a bit scared about what was going to be the next 80 or so minutes. But um, Gertie made a few changes. I went back in centre defence and we changed. So we, I don't think we had wings at that point, but we changed it a little bit and we seemed to settle down a little bit. Um, there were a couple goals that were really good kicks. There was one, I believe, it was almost on the goal line quite far out. Might be, you know, at the edge of the 18-yard box. And she just somehow kicked it around Cookie and it, like, went in the back stick. And it was, it was, an, it was pretty cool to see, but maybe I was at a weird angle and it wasn't as straight and then curved but who knows and then there was another one which was classic right over the top of the keeper so we finished off with five nil down in the second at the end of the first half it was very hot we were all very tired quite a few of us were injured um uh Anna and Ash oh no they were doing really well um but Ash and M were uh, feeling not too great. So they championed on in the second half, which was really good of them. And um, what else happened? The second half was much better. The, there was a bit of cloud cover. So I think it cooled everyone down a little bit. Uh, Izzy was, her first game was back in goals, uh, back playing with us. And she did the second half in goals. Um, and we ended up only uh, having one goal scored against us in the second half. We tried really hard and I think it went really, really well and I'm really proud of all our efforts. Um, and there were some birds, I know, after the game. Uh, there were some pretty Rosellas. So that was, that, was, that was cute. Gertie noticed them first, of course. That is the most important part of the game and <laughs> this is a really niche reference and only a few people are going to get this but uh tim smith a uh, prominent liberal mp hates the bats at yarraban park so if you ever see a bat <laughs> uh just give it give it a wave he's he's back on the nonsense today i saw so uh, there's, so there's a few bats at at, at uh fairfield park at yarra bend but uh if you've seen them come across there's a lot of them when they do <laughs> they do a migration to the zoo i think and there's hundreds in the air and then you're a bit worried they'll piss on you or something because when you scare them i used to live around there when you scare them they come out of the tree and they they piss and you try not to be right under them because some people have been and it's not great. Okay. Uh, so watch for the pretty Rosellas and avoid bat piss. That is yes, what yeah. you need to do. Yeah. And game. actually, I remembered that someone also stole one of our corner flags during the game, uh, which is an odd thing of note because I specifically remember putting that one in because I <laughs> it was like the the one most furthest away from everything. So I, I and then we we had a corner and the flag wasn't there and I don't know I don't know where it went I don't know who took it but it it was gone. Wow, that's a that's a cold case waiting to be solved. Yeah. So if anyone saw someone taking a flag, let us know. <laughs> this was uh, so we had the the wonderful Nat come come and watch. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you know what I'm going to say. Who, uh, <laughs> she she played at the Jets last year a little bit, um, but uh, was mostly Fitzroy before then, and um, <laughs> was you know very uh, admirably performing lines person duties, and. At, at one point at the end, because it's quite muddy. It was a beautiful sunny day. Can attest to that. Beautiful, perfect day. But it had rained a lot over the past few days. So the pitch was very muddy. The ground was very, very wet. And um, 
on the side where the flag had been stolen, I believe, uh, Nat took a bit of a tumble uh, at, <laughs> at one yes. point. Um, did you get a Did you get a better view of that, Claire? I I didn't see her fall, but I remember it got kicked out. And as you followed the ball, uh, Nat was just legs up, and I thought it was a kid at first um because there was a game playing on the other field and I'm like what's the kid doing on the floor and then Nat gets up and I'm like oh <laughs> oh that was Nat <laughs> so I didn't see the tumble but I saw the the outcome of it oh, sorry Nat um shout out to that who now lives in Wollongong but still still listens to the podcast and still occasionally is a lines person so <laughs> good job uh CC do you have a player of the match for this one? Yes. Um, Rocket had an amazing game. She was put back as a, as a fullback, um, which she hasn't really played much, at least this year or last year that I remember. And so Rocket is a really good player to watch because when she gets her eye on the ball, she will go for it and nothing stops her. And, it's really cool to see the determination and she was really on top of it this game. Every time someone was coming down her end, she I just knew she was going to get it and she did very consistently. So for some position that she hasn't played much in, she did a fantastic job and it was really it was really really cool to see and also special mention to Nia who always keeps the team together with been losing quite a bit but she always keeps us our heads level and keeps us directed to what we actually want to do so she's always just quality and always helping us out on and off the pitch and that's that's so important right because you know we're here to have fun obviously it's more fun when you're winning (laughs) it's it's, it's it's less fun when you're losing but when you have people I mean, we have all sorts of people like this at the club, but particularly people like Nia who are able to sort of, you know, be that consistent voice of reason and and keep people together and keep it fun. And like, that's really, that's really special. That's what makes the the club special. Yeah, for sure. Excellent. Well, on that note, we'll swerve away from the praise (laughs) of Nia and go to the... (laughs) Oh, sorry, couldn't hold it together. Go to the State 2 game all the way down in Beau Morris, um, which I abjectly refused to drive to because that's too far. But it was a beautiful day down to the beach and a beautiful result, Lance. It was both, yeah. The drive was a bit... I don't know why Google Maps took me along the foreshore from like Brighton <laughs> to Beau Morris because... Every cyclist in Melbourne was out and they take up the entire left lane. Um, and then you've got people turning right into the beach, like car parks as well. So it was a, a time getting down there, but I was in the car by myself, so didn't have to rein it in too much. Um, but, yeah, nice sunny day in Bo Morris when we did get there. Um, they had an AstroTurf pitch. So, um, yeah, nice flat level playing field, no bobbling or any, any of that. Um, we did need to wait for the under 16 boys to vacate the change room for 15 minutes, um, three to three, no, 2.30. So 45 minutes left before our game, before we actually got in there. Um, but yeah, once we yeah got out on the field, um, we had a bit of a, a bit of a bouncy, first 45 um I think they scored within the first five minutes and yeah kind of um I don't know shocked us a little bit I guess um kind of came out of nowhere it was was there was a lot of back and forth prior to that a lot of like bouncing the ball like quite high and quite long um yeah as as nice as the, the turf was like it didn't really get played on the deck too much that first half um yeah, I can't really remember their goal exactly how it happened, but just that I think Heather was tracking the defender um, and there might have been two of them. And, yeah, they just got a ball in behind M. Um, 
yeah, good, good fight from them, but a bit disappointing five minutes into the game. Um, but we held on and Grace, the, our first goal was before halftime. I'm not sure who kicked the first ball, but it ended up like ricocheting off Pete's face and had like quite a bit of backspin on it into the 18. Um, so she was sort of maybe at the corner of the six by then. Um, and then it sort of went out towards the opposite corner of the 18 and Grace just put a foot through it um, straight over the keeper, like slotted in behind, um, big arcing ball. Um, and then, yeah, so we won all at half time, which was great, I think. Yeah, it must have been because then Grace went in goals. Grace went in goals the second half. M came out on the field. She was in goals for the first half. And then, um, yeah, I guess like late-ish in the second half, M, yeah, did another 18 on the 18-yard line, popped the ball over the keeper. Um, it was a great goal, great shot. Um, and then like we really had to dig deep for the last like 10, 15 after that. Um, I think Bridge made a comment that I won't repeat. <laughs> didn't, didn't oh, come on. You can't words. tease us like that. <laughs> uh, I can, they, we can yeah, bleep out any words. Girls, they're <laughs> going to come at us hard, but we're going to come harder. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't hear the first time, but then she repeated it after the game. <laughs> so, I figure it's all right to repeat here. Um, yeah, so we really held on for the last 10 minutes and um, I gave away a free kick on like pretty much on the 18-yard line with a like handball. My arm was just like out there and just hit it. Um, but lucky that went wide and, yeah, that would have been real shit if they'd hit that one in in the last couple minutes. Um, but, yeah, we played much better in the second half. Um, we were sort of playing the ball around a lot more back to grace out the other side, got some good plays going, got a few good runs down the line. They tended just to sort of bomb the ball and, and run on, um, which I think is what maybe got us last time. Taryn, did you coach this game, Bo Morris? Uh, I, yes. Yeah, I did. This was, uh, I was injured the last time we we lost 3-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They are one of the better teams in our, in our league. Um, mm-hmm. And... Game one was a was a massive frustration because we were the better team and they just they kept scoring and I think you're right I think it was those long balls that 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 got us um, mm-hmm. in the in the last game but come on it's rubbish football <laughs> come on yeah, yeah you need I think to we... pass the balls it's football heritage come on <laughs> I see so many teams doing that these days like every it's just watching them fling it up and you got to sprint with them and then kick it out and then do that 15 times a match it's boring yeah, it is boring rubbish yeah. we got the, I think we got football. the job happening so sort of counted that quite a bit um so they weren't sort of getting through us as much as last time um so I think Paul at halftime counted one shot on goal that was a legitimate shot and that's the one that went in. Um, so they weren't really getting there and, and having shots on, which was good. Um, what else can I say? Yeah, I think we just like really lifted in the second half and um, we had one sub who was running the line. So we weren't even really getting a rest. Um, most of us, I'd say, played 90 minutes. Um, so, yeah, to fight that out and hold on for a 2-1 win. I don't know if I said that yet. We won 2-1. Um <laughs> Uh, was really good, yeah, really good, um, yeah, day for a win. We've been drawing so much lately and, yeah, it's been a bit a bit tough when we felt like we've been the better team so many weeks and, like, we've been doing a lot of shooting practice lately and that's really paid off. Was it hot out there on the, the turf? Did it kind of radiate from the bottom like it does sometimes? I didn't find it too bad. Um, we did have a bit of cloud cover. And then the sun like really dropped and they knew they knew which way to pick because in the second half we were just blinded. Uh, um, but, yeah, I didn't find the heat too bad and usually I'm pretty like bitchy about that stuff. <laughs> that's good. That's really good. And, yeah, uh, Paul called me on his drive back. Um, 
kept me he said he was going to be thinking about the game on his way home if he won (laughs) (laughs) well yeah see he uh you know because we won he doesn't need to replay oh I could have done this I could have done that we won and I think the thing that came through was how proud he was of of the fact that we held on you know we're getting these wins and we're getting these points really on on one leg at the moment you know we're playing teams with full benches with with uh you know presumably lower injury list than us I mean obviously we can't confirm this but we we have significant injury and illness issues um at, young at legs the moment. as well sorry versing young legs as yeah well. yeah against young legs and and yet every week we're pulling out performances and you know we are now mathematically safe from relegation um is a is a fun fun fact i i don't really think we're in too much danger of relegation it's always nice to have that um we're not mathematically out of the challenge for promotion either it would be a bit of a bit of a tall order but we're not mathematically away from that top two and you know the the ticker that that uh that we're showing every week is uh is really impressive especially without a goalkeeper sorry (laughs) yeah Grayson did so well in goals yeah yeah both of them um hearing uh some fantastic feedback about our our ring-in goalkeepers so um yes while it it continues to pain me to not be on the field um it is makes fills me with pride um, to see us uh, continue to do well and get results. On that note, Lance, do you have a player of the match for this one? Yeah, um, honourable mention to obviously Grace and M both took half in goals and used the other half to score a goal each. Um, so well done to them. And I think for me, Heather was best on ground um I feel like she cleaned up a lot of my messes um on the weekend but she's just so solid in defense like she's just challenging she's getting in front of the ball she's being an option for bridge um yeah she's just such such a solid defender um and yeah really like her being my other center center back Great. So you were centre back for uh, for the game with Hella. Yeah. Excellent. Ah, oh, that's so nice. The defenders union coming together. Um, yeah. Mile on the right, bridge on the left was our starting. Amazing. We did well. Unbeatable. Well, beaten once, but you know, mostly unbeatable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So thank you to Cece and Lans for those game reflections analyses recaps all of the above but it is now time for our first segment that is the quiz question segment for the week this is a segment where we ask each other short questions and each have an attempt at answering it (laughs) no one messaged me about the tallies so I am still completely in the dark about the tallies and that's really sad, but uh, assume that I'm winning by a fair margin and Dutch is coming last and guests are in the middle. Excellent. So let's start with Claire. Cece, what is your question for this week? So this one might be a bit of a cop out because I wasn't sure, but um, so it's starting a new round this week. So it'll be this weekend. Uh, what round number is it this week? I know this, so you go first, Taryn. Uh, okay. I think, I think this is pod 15. So I think it's round 14 this week is my guess. What, what are you saying? Yeah, it is 15. No! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, of course, it was pod 15. This week is pod 15 because pod 2 is recapping pod 1. So pod 15 is recapping pod f- is recapping round 14. 15 is this. God damn it. Okay, never mind. My- For someone who's been out of the game so long, though, Taryn, that's impressive. Uh, <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> frustrating 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 
I'm sorry for headphone users. I think I just like <laughs> screamed into the mic. It was all right. All right. One point to guests, zero to Tarrant. Lance, what is your question? Um, so my question is, um, in nine or following the 1995 World Cup, the um, women's team was looking for a name um, and they did a peak mid-90s um, phone survey to let people vote. Calls cost 25 cents. Um, so which of the following names was not an option that you could vote for? in the uh, Matilda's, like what became Matilda's um, name competition. So the Soccer Twos, the Blue (laughs) Blue Flyers, the Waratahs, the Matildas, the Lady Socceroos, or the Lorikeets. I'm going to say it's not the Matildas. (laughs) (laughs) You, you no, that one won. It has to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was part of. So which one not? I feel like it's the second one that was blue something. Um, blue flyers? Yeah. I'll go with that one was not one of the options. Yeah, I think you might be right. The, the lorikeets was definitely an option. The soccer twos was definitely an option because I remember seeing that and cackling, being like, the soccer twos. <laughs> Although I do think that that is still a fantastic name for like a B team of, of some description, like the soccer twos. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't recall seeing blue flyers. So, yes, I'm going to agree with that. The same thing? Yeah. I yeah, same thing. I guess. Um, no, it was the lady socceroos. Wasn't oh, I feel like it was dumb enough for someone to say it, but they did consider it um, elsewhere as an option. Like I think it it um, was on the cards. Um, so were the soccerettes. Soccerettes. Um, but this in this particular voting competition, it was not an option you could vote for. Good, because oh, it's not great. I just think. The first thing that goes through my head when you say soccerettes is like the Nicorettes ad. Yes, like, same. <laughs> Nicorette, like Nicorette. You can beat the soccerettes. Be I don't think that was a thing in 1995. <laughs> True. <laughs> Maybe they stole it. Imagine if we became the lorikeets. Oh, it's the lorikeets. <laughs> Scoring a goal. Oh. The lorikeets. What a victory. I think it's kind of cute. True, the lorikeets actually isn't so bad. The soccer twos is shocking. Yeah, that is true. Although, because it's cockatoo and soccer two, don't it's shocking. You would think (laughs) it's terrible. (laughs) Don't justify the soccer two. (laughs) All right, no, it's bad. The worst one. Although I don't even remember what I guessed, but I don't even remember that one. So that's the worst because I said it and I don't remember. Blue Flyers. Mm. How unmemorable is that? Who's blue? Like, why blue? Mm. The flag, I guess. Oh, but that's... mm. It's lame. That's very lame. Especially since this was pre-Republican referendum as well. Mm. So that was a risky name in 1995 as well. Just putting that out there. Taryn with the political context of the time. Yeah. <laughs> How old were you, Taryn? Were you born? <laughs> no, that was the year before I was born, actually. 95. <laughs> well, I'll ask my question now. Always hear spitting the international football facts. There's currently the women's Euros occurring in England. We've finished our quarterfinals now. We're down to the semifinals. Can you name the four teams left in the semifinals? No. No. (laughs) It was, I know there was an English, England versus Spain. And I have a feeling that England won. Okay. From Maria being, oh, I feel like I remember her not being happy about it. 
and then Sweden's really good. Well, they won the World Cup. Or, so no, I feel they, like they, they came second there. at the Olympics. Second. Uh, the, that one. <laughs> the, Close. The World Cup. They are good, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know who else. Okay. okay. I put two, so Lance has to guess two. What were your guesses, Claire? I England said England and, and Sweden. Sweden. I think the Netherlands got knocked out because I think um, Milo was maybe not happy also or maybe didn't <laughs> get up and was glad she didn't get up. Um, mm, these are pure guesses. Um, Norway and... Uh, France. Okay, well, between the two of you, you got three of them right. So, nice. uh, Lance, Norway was a shocker. They got absolutely annihilated, didn't make it out of the group stage. Um, they're a good team. They just had a shocking tournament. The coach has got the same. Oh, so the of the competition <laughs> yeah no it's it's a whole thing they just out of hagerberg had a had a nightmare everyone had a nightmare they lost eight nil to england in the group stage um which was oh. a bit of a disaster class um been there but england yes they won the first quarterfinal second quarterfinal was won by germany which is the one that you oh. missed um then third one was won by sweden uh they beat Austria? No, Germany beat Austria. I forget who Sweden beat. Sweden beat someone. And then um, the one that happened that Milo wasn't very happy about uh, was that France beat the Netherlands. So cute. There you go. Um, Belgium. Sweden beat Belgium. There you go. And England beat Spain. Cool. Yeah. So that's the semifinals of the Women's Euros live and exclusive on Optus Sport. I don't know why I'm plugging them. I don't work for them. <laughs> I want to work for them. A... <laughs> Capitalism's got you. If anyone's listening, I will work for you, Optus Sport. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the semifinals, I think the it'll be uh, Wednesday morning and Thursday morning our time, or maybe Thursday and Friday our time. Anyway, either way, this week, soon, watch. It's exciting. Other international tournaments happening Cheap plugs. The under 18s Australian team are currently playing uh, the AFF Championship, I believe, in India. Their first game is right now, as of recording, against the Philippines. And the under 20s World Cup is upcoming in Costa Rica. Starts next week. Um, and those group stage games will be live and free on SBS for your viewing pleasure. Or just to have in the background if you want. <laughs> so there you go. Um, well, we'll leave the quiz question segment there. Food segment. Now, just really quickly for home CC, I didn't see any food, but there was a large contingent of juniors there. It was a very full, full yeah. park. Was there any we had- food? Uh, there was a barbecue as always beforehand, but not during. And then, yeah, we had a team playing at the same time and then a team playing after us, which hardly ever happens. Um, but no, I don't think there was any food. Uh, other than, yeah, that the barbecue that always happens in the morning. Yeah, I did get a good smoothie after though um, from Brazen's. It was good. Brazen's, if you want to sponsor this podcast, uh, let yeah. us know. And some brownies. <laughs> Lance, state two or away at Bo Morris. Did they have a canteen? Not that I saw. Um, it was at Bo Morris Secondary College or a school mm. of some description. So I don't know if they have facilities there for it, but no, I didn't see anything. And there was a juniors game playing, as I said before. Um, so I imagine they would have had something. There was quite a few supporters out, parents and that. Um, so yeah, I didn't, not that I saw. I did see crows though. I forgot to mention earlier. <laughs> there were two crows. Yes, I got sent footage of crows from Alex. I can't believe I didn't press you on this. I just, oh my <laughs> goodness, brain fog. 
Um, <laughs> yes, I there is there is footage of crows that will go up on our Twitter page after <laughs> this episode is uploaded. I mean, both times we've seen crows, we've won two one. Um, so we did win two one. I was thinking we won three one against Spartan the first time, but we didn't. No, we won two one. So it's a uh, whenever you see a crow. Mm. The Jetties will win 2-1. <laughs> Good stuff. Hmm. Um, Stoddy Watch was unfortunately cut slightly short because she's in the UK. She signed for Brighton. So um, tragically, it was not at Yarra Jets versus Bo Morris, uh, State 2, Southeast. Had slightly more important things to attend to, but... This is a Rebecca Stott fan podcast, so we'll always be on hashtag Stotty Watch. Uh, don't you worry about that. <laughs> All right. So we'll move on to the next segment, which is our moments of the week. Lance, what was your moment of the week this week? I haven't given this enough thought. Um I think it was just the win. Like I'm, I want to be a little bit less obvious than that, but I think it was just when that final whistle went, just that like feeling of relief and um, yeah, getting to drive an hour back home with three points in our pocket was real nice. It's always a much better feeling. <laughs> That's for <laughs> sure. Cece, what was your moment of the week? Uh, so, uh, as I said before, um, Izzy's, it was her first week back after some sickness and injury, um, and she volunteered to be keeper uh, the second half. Um, and Gertie uh, instructed her as we were just trying to get through the game that if the ball was ever kind of lobbed over the, over the top and Izzy just had the ball, for her to just stand on it and wait for them to kind of attack, just to give us a breather because we're going to be very tired. So Izzy got the memo and she definitely did that. The the first time she stood on it for a bit and the other team, the, the, I think they were quite young and they got really mad about things like rule breaks that weren't rules uh, which is always really funny when people get really upset um, over things that can and do happen in a game. Um, and to, so much so that their keeper um, picked up the ball outside of the box, uh, rookie move, and um, our keeper, uh, and they, they got we got an indirect free kick, which I believe someone just booted. Uh, we didn't get anywhere near the goals, but they were getting really mad. They're like, oh, you can't do that because it's indirect so someone has to touch it. But it doesn't matter, man. Like, it went out. And then uh, Cookie got the ball and then she kind of um, dribbled it in and then picked it up and they got really mad over that because, you know, well, it was the same thing. And they and God. then... Yeah. Uh, and then, so yeah, the first time it took him a while to kind of get with Izzy and she waited till that very last moment when they had to commit to running for her to pick it up, which is always kind of funny because it's a bit of a game of chicken. And then the second time it happened, not long after, um, they were just standing around waiting like they hadn't been through this before. And this girl next to me was like, she's time-wasting, ref. She's time-wasting for no reason. <laughs> and then... Were you guys 6-0 down at this time? Like, Yes, we were 6-0 down. Whose time are you wasting? You're right. Let it be. And, and then Izzy's just got her hands on her hips just waiting. And it was just such a funny, like, nothing moment because they were so confused. And this chick's just consistently yelling. And the ref is like, I can't, it's not a, she, ha it's, I can't do anything, bro. And she was yelling, but she she wasn't doing anything about it. And then eventually someone ran up. But just yeah, Izzy with her hands on her hips with the ball under her foot, just just waiting was my moment of the week because that was funny. 
What, what an icon, Izzy. Good to have <laughs> you back. Um, yeah, I feel like sometimes people don't know the rules. <laughs> I mean, yes, time wasting is a yellow card, but like in that situation, the ball's in play. Go and get it. Like it's not any different than a defender having the ball under their foot. Like go get it. Yeah, it's odd, but funny. Oh my god, the amount of people this year that I've the you know <laughs> collectively between both teams we've had to instruct about, you know, you can come to the ball when the keeper's got it under their foot. Like, go get it. <laughs> it's like almost almost a meme at this point. Yeah, especially with last week when they didn't understand that they couldn't like run inside the box when we had a goal kick and then there were like four or five like redos because they just, as soon as the ball was kicked to Nia who was in the box, they'd run in and it's just like classic state three, I guess, but geez. At least that was picked up though. Like that happened in our game and I hadn't touched it and she was already in there like tackling me. And the, le- the ref just let it go. Like, I had to play it and panicked and booted it probably. <laughs> yeah. Naya was really good in that moment because I think she was expecting it. So as soon as they started running, Naya's like, she's in the box, ref. So I guess she she's really good at pointing things out. Brilliant. Um, I guess my moment of the week was uh, I made it to the state three game and the sun Mm. was shining and it was really lovely. Um, Shout out to Lauren, uh, Izzy's partner who was there. We had a good yak about cricket, which was, uh, which was really nice. Um, The whole vibe was really lovely. uh, Actually, I I thought on Sunday and my moment of the week was Nat falling over. So, <laughs> shout out to Nat. <laughs> it was good. Um, alrighty. So now we're getting to everyone's favorite segment. In Dutchie's absence. Now she organized this without telling me, but CC has been in the know for a little while now. Claire has stepped up to do the scouting segment for this week Claire what can you tell us about the opposition for next week so I'll start with the state threes I don't think I actually had the game for that um but we're versing I think they're both at the same time at three o'clock uh on Sunday so we're versing Manningham United Blues FC um, who previously won last week 2-0 to Swinburne um, so I think they're the fifth on the ladder, or at least they were. So we have a bit of a chance and they've contacted us as well that they're having a big Women's Day celebration. So they're inviting local MPs. They're, I think we're going to walk out like with, with kids uh, holding hands or maybe they are. That's so unclear, cool. but. Yeah, it seems like a big day. My mum's been wanting to go to a game and I think this one would probably be a good one to see. I think we're at the very new um, synthetic pitch just off Foot Street, which I used to drive past for work and it was getting built a long time ago, a couple of years. So I'm, I'm looking forward to playing on that, cleaning my shoes after a muddy match this Sunday. Um, and then the state twos are versing Bayside Argonauts, um, 3 p.m. Sunday again. Um, they just recently lost to Melbourne University um, and they're below us on the ladder. Um, so we should have a, also a pretty good game with that one um, and keep us going up and with those wins um so both websites I I think Dutchie would have went through them you know the first time he played them but they've all got links to the fixtures and I I don't know if we have that but it's so nice to just click and then it's there like who are they playing and where are they playing uh which is really nice so shout out to good graphic design (laughs) 
We love good graphic design, something sorely lacking often in the uh, lower divisions of Victorian football, but it's nice (laughs) to have it here. So we'll wrap up the podcast there. It's been an absolute pleasure to be on this podcast today. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarra Jets Pod. You can follow me at Taryn Hedder. You can follow Dutchie at Fiona Holland, although she's given you no reason to follow her today because she's not here. Claire, do you have any public socials? Not ones that would be worth looking at, because especially my Twitter, because I don't think I've been on there since 2009, and we all know what type of year that was. <laughs> I am intrigued. I'm asking you about this after the podcast. Lance, do you have any public socials? No, I know public socials. <laughs> All right. So as always, follow me, follow Dutchie, follow the Yarra Jets podcast and do not, under any circumstances, follow Claire and Lance. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts and on our RSS feed. I see now that our Spotify rating, I can actually see it. So we've had 13 people rate us five stars, which is great work, everyone. That's that's a team effort. More than we get on a Sunday. Community spirit. Community spirit. I'm so proud of us. To everyone that hasn't yet rated us and has a Spotify account, listen to an episode on Spotify and then you can rate us. Let's get to 20. Let's get to 20 by... uh, by the end of the season. Do you know what? 25 by the end of the season. I'm aiming high. I'm aiming high. Yeah. This if is, my uh, boss Jeff is listening to this because he said he might, give us five stars. You've got to give us five stars. It's very, very important for the algorithm. So we can be sponsored by breweries and kebab places <laughs> and brownies and smoothies. All right. <laughs> I have been your host, Taryn. I have been joined by Lance and by Claire. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic morning, afternoon or evening and goodbye. <laughs>